Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. <laughs> That's what you say, saying, Judah? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Judah, ask him. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Good morning. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Must have another update. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. 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 Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for who you are. We thank you, Father God, for love. We thank you, Father God, for peace, for patience, for goodness, for self-control. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing, for the mind of Christ for your will being done. We just thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We thank you, Father God, for second chances and new opportunities. We thank you, Father God, for how well you love us. We thank you, Father God, for um, just being with us. We thank you, Father God, for grace, mercy. We thank you, Father God, for your power. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, sweet. Hey, bro. Oh, my God. We just thank you, Father God, for direction and clarity, Father God. We just thank you, Father God, for wisdom and knowledge. Father God, we just thank you for understanding. We thank you for preparing us. We thank you for the perfect plan that you have for us. We thank you, Lord God, that we do not lean into our own understanding that we are led by you, Lord God. We thank you. We are not confused. We drive out the spirit of confusion this morning. Um, we cancel every plot, plan, employ of the enemy against our lives. And we welcome you, Lord God. Um, we bless your name, Lord God. We welcome you. We lift up the name of Jesus this morning. We thank you for fresh grace and brand new mercies. We thank you, Lord God, for who you are in our lives. We just thank you. We 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 thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Good morning, Trish. Good morning, Keisha. Good morning, Mama Jeanette. Good morning, um, Courtney. I know you're out there, but we can't see you. Good morning, Katina. Good morning, Connie. Good morning, Ramonda. Good morning, Deshauna. Hey, Renee Rose. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning, Katina. 
Good morning, Lavenda. Good morning, Jamaica. Hey, my baby girl. Good morning, Keija. Hey, Masa. Hey, Nia. Hey, Edie. Welcome, y'all, this morning. Do me a favor as you're coming in. Um, share the video. If you're on Instagram, you can share it. You can send it to someone. If you're on Facebook, um, you can just click it and send it into someone's devotional. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, Sharice. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Jerrica. Hey, Jeanette, how you doing this morning? Hey, Julie, good morning. Good morning from Las Vegas. I told you guys, we literally are a devotional that, thank you, Jeanette, for sharing the gospel. Uh, we are literally, thank you, Katina, for sharing the gospel. We are a devotional that taps around the world. Um, we have a podcast station. We are on 11 different channels. Um, I was looking at it the other day. We are having some type of listenership in over 14 different countries. So every time you share um, coffee and conversations, you share in a part of that. Every time you give um, to LMJ Ministries, you share in a part of that. It's so much bigger. Every time you give into LMJ Ministries, you share in a part of Feed the Streets, you share in a part of Flint Global, you share in a part of Drew Projects, you share in a part of Second Chance Church, you share in a part of Canaan Christian Center. So every time you share the devotional, every time you give, that's where your resources are going. Um, we help single moms often. So you share in that. So know that your shares, and I mean, putting the devotional in other people's hands is going into 14 other countries, right? Africa, Japan, Ireland. Um, so just know that, that every time you share, you are sharing a part of the bigger picture. And you're also being obedient to what God has called us to do. And you're not ashamed of the gospel. And the Lord loves to know that um, in so many ways. Thank you for that, <laughs> Mama Jeanette. Um, I thank you for saying how it's blessed you. Um, I just, one of my sisters in Christ, uh, Meredith, right before the devotional was like, if you don't think this devotional is having impact, um, it is. And she was like, I'm meditating on the scripture you gave us a few days ago. So I'm just grateful for the leading of the Holy Spirit. I'm grateful for our community of believers growing in grace. Jesus Christ, we are not a local ministry. We are a ministry um, that <laughs> has global impact and not because we want to, just because we're seated at the feet of Jesus. And our job every day is to be effective for the kingdom, right? I want to be effective for the kingdom. Oh, thank you, Jenny Dees. Jenny, um, another powerful woman of God in the gospel, um, said this is an encouragement for us. Y'all don't make me cry. Y'all know I'm a baby. So thank y'all for that. Thank y'all. Y'all know I'm a crybaby. So just continue to share. Share it on YouTube. Share it on Facebook. You never know whose life could be impacted by the word or the community. If you start seeing it, I just was going to say that if you start seeing this as what it is, a community of believers growing in grace in Jesus Christ, you will be surprised by who is impacted by this community, right? It's a bigger picture. It's about the community. Um, Saturday morning, sisterhood, Ladies Bible study, another formation of sisterhood. It's just been so, so powerful. So we're grateful to have you here. So keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. 
And I'm going to get into the word today. Father God, open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Let the word that you impart in us today become revelation knowledge in Jesus name. Amen. And I just want to pray um, this morning when I was up praying over the devotional praying over us. There's a particular scripture. It, it says he will contend with those who contend with me. And I was um, um, when you look up the word contend, right? It means he'll deal with something difficult or unpleasant. Woo! Contend, Lord, contend. It means he will deal with something that's difficult or unpleasant. Woo, that's powerful. That's what it says when it says it's, he'll contend. He'll deal with something that's difficult or unpleasant. And so the scripture, he'll contend with, um, he'll contend with those that contend with me, right? It's out of the book of Psalms. And I was just praying that this morning, David was saying, contend, Lord, with those who contend with me, fight against those. This is Psalms 35, um, fight against those who fight against me. Come on, y'all. This is a declaration. Take up a shield and armor, arise and come to my aid, brandish spear and javelin against those who pursue, to, to pursue me. Say to me, I'm your salvation. May those who seek my life be disgraced. And put to shame, may those who plot my ruin be turned back in dismay. May they be like chaff before the wind with the angel of the Lord driving them away. Come on, y'all. May their path be dark and slippery with the angel of the Lord pursuing them since they hid their net for me without cause and without cause dug a pit for me. May ruin overtake them by surprise. May the net they hid entangle them. May they fall into a pit to their ruin. Then my soul will rejoice in the Lord and delight in his salvation. My whole being will exclaim, who is like the Lord? You rescue the poor from those too strong for them. God will rescue you. God will rescue you. God will rescue you. God will rescue you. He will come to your aid, right? He says, you rescue the poor from those too strong for them the poor and needy from those who rob them. Ruthless witness come forward. They question me on things I know nothing about. They repay me evil for good and then leave me bereaved. David is going on and on and on. And he's just like, Lord, I need you to deal with those who are trying to contend with me. And I want to give you one more the Lord gave me this morning. And I just begin to pray that over you and also pray that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, but he will contend, right? He will deal with, and remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You got to get that in your mindset, um, the, the contend that he's contending with, the difficult thing that God is dealing with is a principality. It's a bigger picture. Might look like your husband, might look like your children, might look like your boss, might look like your neighbor, might look like another country, may look, but what you're wrestling against is a principality. It's a manner of darkness. Come on now. That has all kinds of wicked devices and imaginations that tries to come against our mind to get us consumed with what we wrestling with. But we don't wrestle in the flesh and the blood. We wrestle in the spirit, right? We put on the whole armor of God. We stand in what truth is 
This is not by not by power, right? Not by might, not by your own will. Come on now. God will deal with those who are against you. It's a principality. You got to put that in your notes. You got to come to an understanding. This is bigger than flesh and blood. This is bigger than my husband. This is bigger than my wife. This is bigger than my boss. This is bigger than my children. This is bigger than my unruly neighbor. This is bigger than that. This is a principality trying to wage war. So we're sitting here and we're like, you know what? He's going to contend with those who contend with me. I don't have to spend a whole lot of time on my haters or who doesn't like me or who doesn't agree with what I'm doing or who doesn't agree with my life. I don't have to give energy to that any longer. You need to declare today, I'm not going to give energy any longer. I'm not going to put time. I'm not going to put effort any longer into my enemies or those that I feel like I'm not going to waste my time on what God can deal with. Woo! My God, he is Jehovah Gabor. He will go to war. He is interested in you living out life on this earth the way he intended. So you got to remind yourself, this is bigger than flesh and blood. This is this is bigger than the petty things I've been saying and I'm dealing with and decide today, you know what? I'm not going to even give voice. Come on now. I'm not going to even give voice to, to the enemy. I'm not even getting ready to give this breath, right? I always have this analogy, right? I used to be so consumed with what people thought and what people did and what people said, right? I was so off my path and it really wasn't my true nature or character. It was not. And the more that I began to be resolved in who I was in Christ Jesus, the more I began to recognize that I'm not this insecure person. Woo! Come on, y'all. I'm not this insecure person. This is not who I am. But my identity was so skewed. Come on, y'all. By things that had happened to me, I was bullied. The enemy is so strategic. I was bullied so young, like I was bullied early. Um, I never felt like I fit in. I never knew how to really um, share this with those that I loved, right? So I had to position myself and get in place and remind, remind myself the more that I got wrapped in the word, the more I began to realize that my insecurities were embedded in untruth. My insecurities were embedded in things um, that that have had happened in my past, the insecurities that I was feeling. So because when I'm insecure, like I'm insecure, my insecurity often comes from things that I've bitten into, that I've held, that have becomes come true. So I had to gain a guard. Uh, I had to go gain a God security. Woo! Come on now. I had to gain a God security. I had to start seeing life from God perspective. I had to get a God type self-esteem, not a Lakeisha, not a worldly type self-esteem because a worldly type self-esteem will always have you contending with your enemies. A worldly type self-esteem will always have you in a position of a physical, emotional fight, a mental battle. Oh, come on now, because pride steps in, fear and worry and all these other things are attached to this, right? So as the more I spent time with God, the more he began to reveal himself to me. And I began to realize that I was trying to wage war against something that was spiritual in my, my flesh, right? So I had to gain a God 
type security in what the word said, not a security in this world, not a security in um, who I thought I was becoming, not a security in who I thought what my call was. My security had to be in the original, the, the original, the person that designed me. Remember, we talked about being in pursuit of God. I told you yesterday I had to learn how to chase God. And the more that I begin to chase God, the more I begin to receive the grace and the more that I, the, the things that were connected to me that were not like my identity begin to fall off, right? And so part of my um, insecure ways were being consumed in what people thought about me. Part of my insecure ways were being consumed. Like anytime someone didn't agree with me or someone didn't support me or someone fell off, then I would be so come so consumed in that. And it wasn't until I began to spend more time with God and understanding his word, right? When we go to Romans 12, one and two, and it says, present our bodies as a living sacrifice. That's worship. That's a form of worship, right? I'm presenting my, my body before God. I'm presenting myself before God. I'm presenting my mind before God, right? And then the next part of that verse tells us, don't be conformed to this world and be conformed and start to renew our minds, right? So then I'm, I'm presenting my body and then I'm starting to renew my mind in the word. And as I begin to re renew my mind in the word, can I just be real with you? I begin to recognize how petty I was. Ah! Even though I was spending time on how petty um, other people were or who the haters were in my life or whatever else, I begin to recognize how petty I was. And I'm saying I'm petty because if I'm petty or I'm spiritually immature, it's because I've yet to recognize who God is, how God feels towards me, that if the great one lives inside of me, right? If the great one lives inside of me, that's my security. I quote that almost every day. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. My security is in the great one lives inside of me. When I accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this was not just a ticket to heaven. This was what would empower me and change my life on earth so that I could be the ambassador that I was called to be to disciple others, right? So the greater one lives inside of me, Shaquita. The greater one lives inside of you, Angelo. The greater one lives inside of you, Teresa. So when the recognition began to come that the greater one lives inside of me, then my mentality, my brain, my thought process, how I handle life began to switch and change because the foundation of what I was living in first was built up on lies. Now, let me tell you something. When the foundation of what you're living in is built up on lies, then what you begin to do is build mechanisms to protect yourself. When you build mechanisms to protect yourself, then the problem with this is God is not protecting you. Woo! Come on now. When we build mechanisms, when we put things in place to protect ourselves, right? Then what usually happens is God is not getting the opportunity and chance to be um, God in our lives because we created all the boundaries. I'm not saying boundaries are not healthy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, but we've created walls instead of boundaries. Oh my God. We're not drawing boundary lines. We're creating walls, right? And when we build walls, um, our hearts become hardened and then we're not sensitive enough to the Holy Spirit. And then when the right people come in our life or we're supposed to be positioned in a certain place or we need to go into hostile territory, 
because we've got these defense mechanisms that we're creating, have created ourselves, um, our own weapons, our own ways of doing things, um, a hardness. When we have all of these ourselves, then we are not supple, tender, and responsive to the Holy Spirit. We're not supple, tense, and so. So what that does for us, right? It keeps us on the edge. Woo! It keeps us on the edge, always looking or ready for a fight. Always looking. It keeps us on the edge where often when we hear, we hear through traumatic ears. It keeps us on the edge to where we never let our guard down and never allow God to be God. So David in Psalms, right? And in and, and this, David hid sometimes, right? Um, I was studying where Elijah was hiding from Jezebel, right? Because he was afraid. It's a natural, it's a natural human um, behavior for us to be afraid. We are not superheroes, right? We are not superheroes. Just the spirit of God and the wisdom of God and the knowledge of God begins to work in us and bring us back to our true identity of who we are in Christ Jesus, right? So, so as David is saying to the Lord, contend with those that contend with me, he is recognizing that I don't have to deal with, and he gives a list of all the lies they've told. He gives a list of all the things that they've done. Like he gives a list of things they've said about him that may not necessarily be the truth. This is what David said. And the David is asking the Lord. He says, like, basically, I'm your servant. I'm your righteousness. I'm who you called to be king. I need you to deal with those that deal that have are coming against me. He's made a decision. I don't want to do this warfare in our mind. And I'm telling you, we have to make a decision. We don't want to do the warfare in our mind because the enemy loves to keep us in war in our mind. So when we start praying or the Holy Spirit brings us to a place that simply says to us, come on now, when the Holy Spirit brings us to a place and says, pray, contend, ask, pray and ask the Lord to contend with those who contend with us. Like pray and ask the Lord to contend with those that contend with us. Then I make a, a conscious decision. You know what? I'm over fighting. Woo! Come on, y'all. I'm over fighting this enemy. You got to put that in the comments. You got to put that in your notes. I'm over fighting this enemy. I'm over this fight. I'm over this struggle. I'm over trying to prove I'm right. I'm over trying to prove who I am. I'm over fighting this enemy that's really a darkness, that's really a principality that really tries to rage war in my mind. Yeah, that's that's got to be your attitude. I don't want this warfare in my mind, Angela. That's got to be your perspective. I don't want this warfare in my mind. This is not how I'm choosing to live any further. And so if I am a child of the Most High King, then I don't have to continue to fight the enemy on his terms and in his territory because there's a Lord thy God that will go to battle for me. Woo! Come on now. Oh my God. There's a Lord thy God that'll go to battle for me. There's a Lord thy God that will give me the wisdom, um, the knowledge, the tools that I need in every situation. But I'm telling you, because our nature and where we are, we've been taught to fight all the time, right? We're a society. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm for us speaking up for ourselves. But there is a wisdom that comes from God, right? There's a wisdom that comes from God. So I want to give you Psalms 37, right? 
as God is rebuilding us, as God is restructuring us, as God is bringing us back into a position and place um, where we trust more in him, where we understand who he is to us and who we are to us, then today we wage war against our minds. Come on now. We wage war against the enemy of our minds. We wage war against the accuser of the brethren that has been stealing our identity and keeping us in a constant fight. We submit ourselves. We humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, and we wait patiently on him to deal with our enemies. Psalms 37. This is another Psalms of David, right? And this is what he says. He says, do not fret because of those who are evil. Woo! Come on. Oh my God, come on. You got to read this. He says, do not fret. Let's look up fret real quick. He says, do not fret. Oh my God. Do not fret because those that are evil. Come on now. We still learning how to live by the spirit. The Lord started teaching us yesterday about living by the spirit. This is what it means to live by the spirit. Come on. That the Holy Spirit begins to speak to us and to tell us you have spent way too much time on that enemy in your mind. You have spent way too much time at war and I'm trying to bring you to a place of rest. So when we so so when we look I'm turning the music off. So when we look from a place and a position of when we look from a place or a position from from Fred, right? Or we look from a place or position. Y'all hold on just a second. You, when you look from a place of position, what do we got going on here? What? Yes, it is. It was him. There we go. We've had this happen before. When we get from a place, I don't know what this is. When we get from a place in a position where we are at war in our mind, I don't know what it is then. I know the enemy does. I'm glad it's got Christian around. Okay. When we get to a place in permission, we back, y'all. When we get to a place in a position where the enemy is waging war in our mind, and then here the Lord is bringing us a word that says, do not fret. <laughs> says, do not fret. It says, do not be constantly, visibly worried or anxious. Woo! Come on. Do not be constantly, visibly worried or anxious. That's what he's saying to us this morning. Do not be constantly, visibly worried or anxious, right? He says, do not fret those that are evil. <laughs> do not be conscious, visibly worried or anxious, right? Because here's the next part. He says, for like the grass. Woo! And I don't, I don't know, I've been studying nature lately, right? He says, like the grass, he says, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Then he gets the next part of this that I love, because this is how God is. When he brings us to a place and he says, Maria Stone, come on. Maria says, she overfighting. When he brings us to a place where he gives us information that's going to transform us and become revelation in our life, he's saying, do not fret, do not be constantly worried over those that are always trying to contend with you. Woo! It's not that you can't be worried. It's not that you're not going to be scared. It's not that you're not going to be fretful. Like, But he's saying, don't do this continuously. 
This not should not be a continuous process of a believer's life. At some point, we got to get sick and tired where we submit. Come on, y'all. Where we submit the war, come on, that we've been facing to the Lord our God. So this is the next part of what he says. He says, trust in the Lord. Woo! Come on. He says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he's going to give you the desires of your heart. Next verse, commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like noonday sun. Then he gives another thing that we're supposed to be doing. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked strength. Then he gives another instruction. Refrain from anger. Turn from wrath. Do not fret. <laughs> It only leads to evil. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land a little while and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek, come on now, say that. Declare it over yourself. I am meek but the meek woo, will inherit the earth, right? I said, the wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at them, but the Lord laughs at the wicked for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those who are all right, but their swords will pierce their own hearts and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. Come on, y'all. The blameless spend their days under the Lord's care and their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty, but the wicked will perish. Though the Lord's enemies are like the flowers of the field, they will be consumed. They will go up in smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, but those he curses will be destroyed. The Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. Woo! Then David says, I am young and now I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Come on now. Or their children begging for bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be a blessing. Turn from evil. When we fight the enemy on his territory, we don't even often recognize that we are turning towards evil. When we fret, that's going to lead us into evil. Oh my God. When we fret, it's going to lead us into the flesh. When we fret, it's going to lead us into our own war, right? He comes back, he says, wrongdoers will be completely destroyed. 
the offspring of the wicked will perish. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. Come on. The mouth of the righteous utter wisdom and their tongues speak what is just. The law of their God is in their hearts. Their feet do not slip. When you are meek, when you are humble, come on now. When you let the Lord contend with you, you don't have to worry about your feet slipping. This is what comes with your righteousness. With your righteousness comes protection. With your righteousness comes a shield. With your righteousness comes a fortress. Come on now. It says the wicked lie and wait for the righteous intent on putting them to death. But the Lord will not leave them in the power of the wicked or let them be condemned when brought in trial. Hope in the Lord and keep in his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. He, and then David goes on. He says, I've seen wicked, ruthless men, and they're nowhere to be found. Come on now. He said, that's a, he said, the salvation of the righteous, come on, comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in a time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. We don't have to fight this fight the way that we've been fighting the fight. That's part of our old nature. That's part of our identity when we don't understand who we are, that we always in a position to wage war and the battle starts in our mind. Remember, I told you when we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what we got? We also got a brand new mind. Come on, y'all. We also got a brand new mind. Yeah, Sandra, the Lord got you. The Lord has you. The Lord will fight your battles. The Lord is your stronghold. The Lord is your tower. Your position is in the Lord. Go back and meditate Psalms 37 this weekend, right? Go back and meditate what he's saying here. He says he's giving you the instructions of what you're supposed to do in the face of your enemy. Come on. The Lord will make firm your steps. He's not going to let you stumble. My God, refrain from anger. Be still. Commit your way. Take delight and trust in the Lord. Woo! Father God, we thank you for your word today. Oh, my God, for reminding us that our true identity in you is to be meek. Woo! My God, our true identity in you is to be meek. Oh, my God. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that we don't we, we go into this place and we walk in meekness, Lord God, and we walk in humility, knowing that you fight for us, Lord God, that we put our trust in you, that we refrain from waging war as this earth and this world does. Thank you, Father God, for reminding us what it looks like, oh my God, what it looks like, my God, to be the righteousness, to be the servant of the Lord. Lord, let this become principles and let this become true, become true in Jesus' name, amen. And let us be anxious for absolutely nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known before God. Oh my God. And he'll be the God.
that answers you. This is so refreshing. This is so exciting. This is so good. This was such a good word. Come back to this word. You might, if you've been in a war, if you've been in a battle, you might need to come back to this word today. You might need to come back and steward this word today. You might need to come back and meditate. Do not be afraid to return to a message. Um, go to the YouTube channel because you can pause it and slow it down and get the nuggets. Do not be afraid to return to a message so that you can get more revelation out of it. Don't be afraid. The way we meditate is we mutter, we study. Um, often we are not um, um, built up in spiritual truth because we move to the next thing, right? Well, if you're in a war or in a constant state or you feel like the enemy is trying to advance, guess what? This is your word this morning on how to deal with your enemy. Woo! Lord, we love you. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. And we thank you for strengthening us according to your loving kindness in Jesus' name. Amen. I promise you, the more you steward the word, the more you become um, more gentle. You'll understand your true identity. You'll understand your true purpose. You'll find out what your true nature looks like in Christ versus the nature that you've been living in according to the standard of the world, according to your culture, and according to the things that you have experienced. Now, do me a favor. If the Lord places it on your heart to give, go over to the website and partner with us, lmjministries.org. You can give there. You can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. I told you all the ways your dollars go out into our communities and the things that we're doing. You can see it again and again and again and again and again. So if the Lord places on your heart, if you feel the pull, just go partner with us. You can give there. Um, second thing is, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, if you want to strike a blow at the enemy today, do this and accept Jesus Christ. If you want to put the devil on the run, accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I promise you, the Lord will step in position and fight for you. He is that kind of God. He will fight for you. If that's you and you've never accepted Jesus Christ or you want to make a fresh commitment, I want you to repeat after me, dear Jesus, <laughs> I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to follow and love you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And we're going to send you some materials because I want to keep discipling you. As my girl Keidra just said, keep showing up, 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 keep showing up. Remember, Monday, we're on YouTube's replay Monday, Saturday, ladies, prayer call, 7 a.m. And we start on time. We start about 7.05. So 7 a.m. Saturday morning. Um, if you want to have a devotion with us, if you want to worship with us, we would love to have you. Um, if you're not subscribed to the website, go to lmjministries.org and subscribe to the website so that you can connect with us in so many ways. I love you. Woo! God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. And I'll see y'all next week. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father. Thank you. 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 Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, 
Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.